Welcome to Aspire Higher Health and Fitness. We are a fitness and lifestyle company that takes a holistic approach to achieve a better you. Aspire Higher Health and Fitness is about overcoming. What does overcoming mean? It means overcoming the obstacles life throws at you. We are here to help you get out of your own way. Bust down those barriers, break through any and all limitations. Follow us each week as we discuss how to level up your life. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Aspire Higher Health and Fitness. This is Vijay Prasad. And Tracy Abelson. And we are the owners of Aspire Higher Health and Fitness. Remember, Aspire Higher, it's about overcoming, which is a big thing for what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to go a little bit deeper on this one because it's about that time. Uh, that time of year, which, no, not just that time of year, but this is something that's all year round that needs to be done. But a lot of you have probably gotten bombarded with all those messages of the Bell Let's Talk campaign, right? That five cents going towards helping people. Um, big promotion on talking to people who are going through uh, a variety of different, they're basically opening communication for people who feel alone, isolated, or just need someone to talk to, need help, that kind of thing. It's also trying to remove the stigma around mental health, get people talking about it so there isn't that same feeling of shame about having a mental health disorder. First thing with that, going into the whole concept of shame with a mental health disorder. I mean, that alone sounds terrible for someone to think that they have to first of all feel ashamed that they're sick. I mean, like, why should you feel ashamed that you're sick? Why should you feel ashamed when you need help? Yeah, I I don't know. I would hazard to guess that it comes from, like, back in the day, mental, mental health. You were locked up in an institution. Um, people had the, the label of being crazy. So I think it carries over from that. But... In this day and age with mental health issues becoming far more prevalent, it's that much more imperative that we start talking about this and that people don't need to feel ashamed about seeing a counselor, that people are okay with admitting that they have suffered from some form of mental illness. There's some staggering statistic, I can't even remember what it is, but I read it the other day that something like 75% of people will suffer some form of depression in their lifetime. Same thing with anxiety. Like I myself have, have definitely suffered from depression and anxiety. So I have sought out counseling to talk about it and it does help. Like there's no need to feel shame for that. And I don't know, like of all the people I know that have gone to see a counselor I don't know anyone that that has come away and been like that was a waste of time everybody has said it's it's beneficial probably every person on this planet should do it at one point or another whether you have a mental health issue or not well just for the simple fact that I mean we are nobody's perfect everybody has their own hang-ups and issues and baggage and whatever everybody's got something they're dealing with and just having someone to talk to about it is a big deal because we can't just keep it all in and bottle up all the time. I am consistently bad at that and I know, but like I tend to hold things in more than I should. I am much better now, I think, than I used to be in consideration of like I talk about things more than I used to, but I mean, I am one who I probably just, not because I don't want to talk about it, but because 
for me is always a simple matter of I'm like, well, I've said it already. Why do I need to say it again? Because that's just how I deal with things. But I'm trying to, I don't know, speak about it more. And it is true that when I talk about it more, I do feel better about it. It's just the whole changing my ways, I guess. And why did you start talking about it more? Uh, I'm not sure what you're leading me into. Well, we went to counseling and it made it easier. It provided a safe environment for you to talk about stuff. And knowing that you felt better after talking about it made it easier to continue to do stuff, to do, to keep talking about things when they're bothering you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was, that's for the truth. Like just after my first experience of actually knowing what it's like to, for lack of better terms, get things off your chest it is a big deal and it really does make one realize the uh the power of communication yes for sure hello this is vj prasad with spy higher health and fitness did you know that we offer a seven day free trial for our online boot camps if you don't know what an online boot camp is We'll make it very simple for you because all you need to do is have a little bit of space, some dumbbells, and a Wi-Fi connection. We offer online classes daily, Monday to Friday. Monday and Tuesday, they're at noon. Wednesday through Friday, they are at 7, 8, and 9 a.m. Every day is a different workout, and they are live with a small group. All you need to do is get to that computer screen or monitor, and we'll take care of the rest. If you want to try one of our online boot camps and get that fitness goal achieved, especially starting this coming year, then definitely give us a shout. You can email us, info at aspirehighfitness.com. Let's book you in and get things started. And now when it comes to the whole, again, using that word stigma of people talking about counseling, especially now having gone through it ourselves too, like we now know why do people feel ashamed for saying I've talked to someone? I mean, when you think about it that way, yes, a counselor or a psychologist, therapist, whatever names or titles that they have or use, the fact is if you put it in that simple term, I talked to someone, does that sound bad? What's to be ashamed of with that? Yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like, I I put this out there to our listeners. Like, why do you think people feel shame for seeing a counselor? Like, I think sometimes, and like, don't get me wrong, the stuff I'm bringing up, I'm fully guilty of it too. But our, in our society today, where everyone has this perfect image they're trying to maintain online, like everybody's lives on Instagram and Facebook, look completely perfect the highlight reel yeah like everybody only posts the highlight reel nobody posts the day-to-day shit that you're going through and like when you're having a major breakdown so i think that's part of it like you're trying to cover up all that stuff but why and again putting this out there to everyone listening why do you think you specifically say if you're one of our listeners who's also someone who does this, why do you feel you need to cover it up? Like, is it a fear of judgment? Is it a fear? Is it an embarrassment? Like, we're basically, we're saying we don't think there's any reason to feel embarrassed about it. First of all, you, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. Seeking something to help you become a better person inside and out, there's nothing wrong with that. So there is no reason to feel embarrassed. But why do you yourself or why do people out there think that others feel 
shame or embarrassment or whatever they feel that they feel that the need to cover up that they're seeking help to be better. I don't, I, I don't get that. I don't get it either. Like I, I, now that I've gone to counseling, I have no problem saying I've, I've gone to a counselor. Like it doesn't mean I have to tell the person that I'm talking to why I went to a counselor or anything like that. Like if you don't want to discuss the nitty gritty details, that's just fine. Like I think people have a problem talking about that stuff too, because one, you're trying to maintain that highlight reel. Two, sometimes you feel like, I know myself, like I don't always want to talk to friends or something about stuff that's bothering me because sometimes you feel like you're burdening the other person with your problems. Like you don't want to dump all that stuff on them and it's not because you expect them to solve your problems or anything sometimes you just need somebody to listen but it's also sometimes it's easier to talk to like an independent third party that isn't involved in your life and can be objective about that stuff so again there's no shame but I don't I don't understand why historically people don't like to admit that but it's time it's time to change. It's time to change, but I mean, when you think about putting in, uh, changing the perspective just a little bit, but still basically the same thing. If you get a, if you get cut really bad and need stitches, you get hurt. In other mm-hmm. words, what do you do? You go to the doctor. He'll stitch you up. Yeah. And if somebody says, "What happened?" I got hurt. I went to the doctor. I got stitched up. So why all of a sudden, if it's like, well. I'm depressed or I have mental pain or emotional pain, whatever you want to title it as. But why is it different when it's like, well, I have a mental issue or an emotional issue and I went to the doctor and for lack of better terms, again, I got stitched up, right? They helped. They helped with the issue. Uh, Why is that any different than if you get a cut or a bruise when the fact is it is a much more serious issue than a cut or a bruise, you know? Like yeah. it, there's no reason for people to feel shame. I'm not saying air your dirty laundry to everybody or tell your business to everybody. I'm just saying you don't need to hide when you're seeking help. And if if anything else, you should be promoting the fact that if it's helping you, tell people that because how many people out there don't seek help because, again, of that word, the stigma. Hi, this is Tracy from Aspire Higher Health and Fitness. Did you know that in addition to our online boot camps, we also offer business and life coaching? How can a coach help you? Well, investing in yourself is always money well spent. A coach will help you explore any issues you may be experiencing, be there to support you, and also point out when you're getting in your own way. Coaches will help you create a plan to tackle those issues and guide you to tangible results. If you're ready to take the next step in your life and your business, email info at aspirehirefitness.com to set up your free discovery call. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know about that stigma. Mayor Nenshi brought up the exact same, a very similar example the other day when he was talking about it on the radio. And That's Mayor Nenshi of Calgary. Of Calgary. <laughs> our mayor here of Calgary, who is a very big supporter of mental health and, and breaking down these barriers. And <clears throat> yeah, he was saying the same thing. Like if you break your arm, 
you have no problem telling somebody you went to the doctor to get help to because you fell and you broke your arm. So it should be the same if you're suffering from a mental health issue. You went to the doctor and you're getting help for it. Like there's no, there shouldn't be any <clears throat> any judgment for people that are looking to better themselves. Even if you're not suffering from depression or anxiety or whatever the case may be and you just want somebody to talk to like you just want to go and get some advice on something like there's not there's nothing wrong with going to seek out counseling just for that like uh, granted it's expensive and <laughs> like if you're if you're going and you're willing to pay for that great because it's probably very helpful but that's not always an option for a lot of people because to go see a therapist can be very costly when you're talking about 150 to 200 bucks an hour. And this is another altogether. So we do have a government trying to say we need to build awareness, we need to make more resources, we need to have more help. So where is that help? I mean, when you think about the cost of going to a therapist, it's expensive as hell. And if you're one of the lucky ones to have insurance because not everybody does. You get covered for a maximum of what, six visits in a year? Like, I'm sorry, but if someone has an ongoing issue, six visits in a year is not much. And again, looking at costs of 180 to 250, even more than that per hour, who can afford that kind of thing unless you're, you know, working big, big money, which majority, let's be honest, majority of the population is not making the kind of money where that is an available option. So what about them? What about us? What about people who need more help and can't pay those big dollars? Where do you go? And then they're like, well, we'll work out a payment plan. No, no, we don't need a payment plan. We need real help out well, here. Yeah. And I don't understand, like we're promoting mental health and getting people help, why why is this not covered? Like this is a serious issue and it's only gonna continue to, to grow. Like when you look at people are suffering from more and I don't know if people are suffering from more mental health issues or if, we, if it is being talked about more, but regardless, we need the coverage even more. So why is it not available? Like why is the government not providing some sort of free coverage for mental health, just like they do for your physical well-being. And physical well-being, like, well, I mean, think about mental health. Mental health does cause people to honestly shut down, right? It causes people to not go to work, To it causes people to do much worse things to themselves. It is a huge, serious issue. And then when you think about things where people are now promoting getting services for physical health because it makes you work longer, work better, work stronger, be more efficient at work. Well, I'm sorry, but mental health, if your mental health is bad, you're not going to work hard. You're not going to work better or efficient. You're not necessarily going to go to work. So why has this not yet been done? I get people have to be paid for what they do. I understand that. But there's so many things out there that are covered where people are getting paid for what they do and those options are available. So why not mental health? Why is this such a big issue when so many other things out there are covered? Like how many jobs have I seen where massages are covered? Well, that's great, but I might want to hurt myself. You know, like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's frustrating because speaking 
from personal experience, like I was paying $180 an hour. I was lucky enough to have a job where $100 of each visit was covered. But like you said, up to a maximum number of visits. So once I reached that, I can't afford, like even working, I can't afford $180 a visit. Hello all, this is Vijay Prasad with Aspire Higher Health and Fitness, and I want to know from you what you have to say. If you have any comments or questions, anything that you want clarification on in our podcast, or even if you want to be included somehow, just let us know by sending us a quick email. Our email address is info at aspirehigherfitness.com, and we want to hear from you. Any ideas, any comments, any questions, any concerns, we want to know what you want to know. Take care. Now, on top of that, of course, building the awareness is big. Knowing people have somewhere or someone to somewhere to go, someone to talk to is huge. But now, sometimes talk isn't enough. Um, we've known people who, and I say people because unfortunately, more than one, but we've known people who said they have family who they were talking every day. The family was aware of the issues. They were saying, I'm here, I'm here, let's talk, let's do whatever. They're being there and supportive, but they had no idea how truly bad it was until it was too late. And yes, I am referring to the fact that it was too late as in by suicide. Um, but the thing is, they were there, they were talking, they were communicating, they were opening up saying, I'm here for you, I'm here for you, but talk wasn't enough. How about them? Now, this is more extreme, yes, but at the same time, even more so, that mental health aspect needs to be more prevalent. People are hurting themselves, people are killing themselves, and yet the coverage, the resources, the you know, it's not there. When does it become important? Yeah, it's something that the, the government needs to, yes, it's great that we're promoting, removing the stigma from mental health, but people need to have accessible help. Like if you're suicidal and you call a helpline, yes, there's going to be somebody there to talk to, but to actually have a counselor for ongoing support, that's another story because like we just said, one, it can be cost prohibitive. People might not have the resources to do it. And then in some cases, in some parts, if there is coverage, there's an extremely long wait to get that coverage. Like I have a friend in Nova Scotia who posted some statistics on Bell Let's Talk Day about mental health. The wait time to talk to somebody, it started out um, in 2016, was 325 days. Almost a year. Or sorry, 2017. So almost a year. In 2018, 18 it had gone up to 363 days so you're supposed you're 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 in crisis you're having problems but you're supposed to wait over a year to be able to get help for it like that that's ridiculous and explain how that works to me so somebody says you know what i'm thinking about hurting myself oh great thanks for calling we'll talk to you in in almost a year yeah how, how is that helpful and like this year the statistic this year in january was 210 days. So it's gone down it's to three quarters of a year by 43%, but still 210 days. So if you call in now in January and you need help 
somebody will be available to help you in August. So folks, this is not something to look at with a passing eye. This is something that it really needs to have a, a movement that really gets this going somehow. We, aside from getting the, the talk, the communication open, the resources need to become available. People need to be lobbying. People need to be reaching out. People need to be doing whatever they can because every one of us, every one of us knows at least one person who will need serious mental assistance at some point in their life. Every single one of you out there. And the sad part is every single one of us knows somebody that probably needs help, but maybe there's a lot of us out there that we know this person, but we don't know they're suffering because they're covering it up and they, and the help isn't there for them. Like what about all those people that put on a happy face every day? Or what about all those couples that you see? And I just heard this example. They're posting all these, all these pictures on Instagram. It's perfect. Their life looks perfect. Oh, my boo. No, my boo. And then they get divorced. What if they could have gone to counseling? You know, like there's all kind. it doesn't necessarily have to be a mental health issue, but there can be communication problems. There can be like that can cause real, real behavioral problems for people. So what about, what about them? So communication being the the big factor, we need to get this word out, get it, get to the point where it's no longer something to be embarrassed about, but resources, assistance, help, trying to let people know that they actually can, not just tell them they can, but know that they actually can reach out. Because just like you were saying, there's that highlight reel going on, but people are suffering underneath because they feel that they can't talk about it. Well, there's a reason they feel that they can't talk about it. They've been told or taught for some reason that this is something they have to hide and that needs to change. And that's the only way to start showing, showing to making change, not showing change, making change. Yeah, you bring up a good point. Like it makes me think where you say that people have been taught that they can't talk about it. Like there's that, we were talking about the stigma from the past where like a lot of people's mental health issues were institutionalized or whatever. But even like growing up, how many times as a little boy did you probably hear boys don't cry? Oh, geez. So, <laughs> my dad still says that now. <laughs> yeah. So what did that teach you? That teaches you to keep it all in, stuff it down. It's an old school mentality, an archaic thought, right? It's an archaic thought process that needs to change. It's we're in a new age where everything is changing, whether people like it or not, where people are really starting to be able to come out and show who they are, but there's still so, so much more. This is just an infancy stage in the change of the world. Just we're just at the beginning and so much more still needs to be done. Thank you everyone for joining us again. This is again, BJ Prasad and Tracy Abelson. And we are again our Aspire Higher Health and Fitness. If you have any thoughts, any comments that you wish to make, we'd love to hear them, especially on such a topic, such such a serious topic, which really is something that people need to, to get into, really need to get working with, because we all, like I said before, we all know someone, at least one person who needs some sort of help. And this is something we actually can influence in a big, big way. 
Thank you everyone for joining us and we will talk to you next time. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for listening to our Spire Higher Health and Fitness podcast. If you do want to find us, you can find us on the internet, the internet, the web, www.aspirehigherfitness.com. And you can email us, info at aspirehigherfitness.com. Definitely let us know if you want to try that free trial online bootcamp. We are in Mountain Standard Time, and that is going to be run via Facebook. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe so we can continue to help you level up your life. Aspire Higher Health and Fitness, it's about overcoming.